I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Canto Bite Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hello, Brittany. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Good. Pretty good. Just been sleeping all day on this Tuesday afternoon. How's your week been? Because usually we record on Sundays, but I was doing a lot of fun activities, but how was your week? It was okay. It's mostly uneventful. I slept a lot. I ate a lot of candy. I drank some good beer. And then I got a I got a hot toy Hoth Leia. Oh. Um, what's even fucking cooler is I got it for free. What? Okay, so here's what happened. This story is weird, and Sideshow is an awesome company. Sideshow, for those who don't know, is like the like the dealer for hot toys in the U.S. Like they also make their own stuff, and they work with a lot of other companies, but they're like the distributor for hot toys in the U.S. And I I follow them on social media because they do a lot of like product announcements and giveaways and stuff. And on one of their one of their social media people, um had like just it was like it wasn't announced as a contest or anything it was just a a tweet about Deadpool and I liked it it was just like a funny cute little thing and then like an hour later I get a notification on Twitter and it's like hey you won a Deadpool six scale figure and I'm like wait what's happening here (laughs) and the thing is I won a Deadpool from them last year or maybe the year before. I think it was last year. I think it was last year, like, um, Valentine's Day. And I'm like, well, I could take this and I could sell it. But that seems, I mean, that just seems kind of shitty. So I messaged them and I'm like, I sent them a tweet back just being like, hey, this is awesome. But I actually won one of these from you last year. So just give it to somebody else. Because if I had known it was a contest, I never would have entered it. Yeah. And and so then the the woman who runs the account like tweeted me back being like, This is super awesome of you. Send me an email with some other stuff that you like and we'll send you something. And so I emailed her being like, Um, anything Star Wars, especially like Princess Leia or anything Groot. And I like I wasn't expecting like anything like huge. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday at work Somebody comes and brings me a package, and it's the fucking Hot Toys box, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I open it, and it's Hoth Leia, and I'm like, this is my dream figure. 
So I basically, I got Hothlea because I was nice. Dude, that's fucking awesome. And it was between because you were thinking of either getting Leia or Tarkin, right? Yeah, now I have both of them. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, they're... They're like social media people, and they're and like anybody who I've interacted with over at Sideshow has been really nice. But this was super cool because I just figured, you know, I'm not. I don't know. It seems like for a contest, like I didn't. I didn't want to take a prize that somebody would like genuinely be, be super happy with and sell it. Because hmm. I love Deadpool and I love that figure. It's awesome. But I'm like, I, I'm not gonna. Just, yeah, it just seemed like a weird thing to do. But I wasn't expecting to get anything in return. Like, I figured just, you know, somebody else would win a sweet Deadpool figure. Yeah. And now I, amazing. Have, now I have an awesome hot... It's so... It's such a beautiful figure, too. Ugh. I know you were showing me pictures of it. Or when did you... Because you sent me a picture of it. Um, Like, right after I got it. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I was like... You said, I have a story to tell you tomorrow. And I just saw, like, the Hot Toys figure. I was like, oh, my God. I was thinking, damn, girl, she she caved in and got it. You know, it's so funny because I actually, I was, like, literally, like, I would have, I would have bought it this weekend, except I was just waiting to see what they sent me. Mm. Because I I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting it necessarily to be, like, a Hot Toys or anything, but I'm like, oh, if they send me any sort of Leia thing... Then yeah, that would have kept you from getting the hot toys. Yeah, yeah, that would have kept me from getting the this one. But I'm like, oh, this is ex- this is like exactly what I wanted. That's really fucking cool. Oh, that's amazing. That's that makes me really happy that you know that you got that and you were a good person and said, you know what, I already won before. Like give it to someone else and that, you know, you got this hot toys Leia. Like that's amazing. Like you deserve it. I'm so Aww. happy for you. But so yeah. you you've had a busy week. Fuck. I have. So you've been very social. I have. Like the most social I've been I think like all this year because I've been very focused on school for the past like um god like a month. Like I've been trying to get everything done as quickly as possible and then now I'm dealing with the uh, the stress of having to finish everything for like my classes for finals because my last day of classes is on the 7th of May. So um, last week it was trying to get everything done because I was going to go to Disneyland on uh, Wednesday and Thursday because our friend Colleen was in town. So a bunch of us went to Disneyland except um, my boyfriend, Boo, uh, he was like, I can't go, yada, yada, yada. Like he had a valid excuse and it was kind of like, I knew that he was lying. Like, I even asked him, like, straight up one day. I'm like, are you just saying that so you're going to surprise me? And he's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm really bad at lying. And I'm like, whatever. It took me, it took you, like, six months to ask me out. So I believe that. But, um. (laughs) Six months and a lot of people poking him in the back. I know. Because, yeah, it it was, like, six months. I was see September, October, November, December, January, February. Like, five months, but. Yeah, I was just chilling, you know, chilling. But anyways, um, so uh, we all drove separately. Like, usually, like, my brother and I would drive there because we live in the same house. But Rusty had school. A bunch of people were, like, arriving late. And it was just, like, calling in the park. So I get there alone, you know. I park at the, or at the 
Disney parking structure. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like the good old days. Like when I would meet my sister in the park, when I would go to Disney World, I'm like, okay, I'm all prepared. I'm going to go, you know, walk around by myself a little bit because Colleen was on Star Tours. And um, I, I walk into like, I walk into like the Disney entrance and the first thing that I see is like Boo standing there. And I was like, ah! Ah, I knew it. And I just, my face was like, no, no, it can't be. I'm fucking dreaming. No, but yeah, the, the boyfriend surprised me at Disneyland and he got a year pass. That was a mind blown too because he hadn't been Disneyland in like years. Like we were mm-hmm. going on rides and he's like, I've never been on this one. I've never been on this one. And I'm like, oh my, I wasn't prepared because I'm very like different when I'm at Disneyland. Like I'm very like concentrated, very, and that threw me off so much. I was like, I'm sorry. Like usually I have a game plan, but like this surprise, it was a wonderful surprise and I'm still smiling thinking about it whenever I do, but damn, but no, that was fun. And then uh, I got really drunk. And then um, at Disney, I've never done that before. I've never drank at Disney because one of the parks you can drink. And then you can drink at downtown Disney. I've never done that before in California and Orlando. Yes, there are stories. But um, yeah, I got like really drunk because Justin came down and then Rusty did because Rusty had to drive my car because I was too inebriated. So he had to take from, he had to go <laughs> park at the Airbnb and then take an Uber to Disneyland so that he could pick me up, drive my car, take it back to the Airbnb. God bless Rusty. But yeah, no, we had a great time at Disneyland. We went on Thursday also. All of us did. It was me, Justin and Rashad from Will Communication, uh, Aaron Boyd, Colleen, me, Boo. Is that everyone? Yeah, looked, oh yeah, it and Rusty. Like you guys were, it looked like you guys were having a good time. It was so much fun. And then, oh yeah, then Araj showed up and then we had dinner and Lorena was there, Araj's wife and Araj from the Sith List, yeah. And then um, I went to Las Vegas with Boo and his family and, and Lorena and Araj and that was so much fun. Like I hadn't been to Vegas since I was like a senior in high school and it was just, it was just like a really great weekend. Like I got home yesterday night and just like... I don't know it was just I had a really good time I hadn't had that much fun in a really long time and it was really nice like everyone was wonderful my boyfriend's wonderful I can't say that enough and I don't know just everything in my life's going like really good right now and I'm like in that state of just like blessed right now so I'm just I'm really happy (laughs) so good I know but but yeah um and then um, I've probably mentioned this here before, but at Disneyland, they're having like a Star Wars night on um, the 3rd of May and Rusty and I are going to that. So basically what they're doing is that, you know, they're having everything Star Wars themed from like 6 p.m. to like one or two in the morning. So they might have, you know, a sneak peek to like Galaxy's Edge or they're just kind of a bunch of like Star Wars things. And the cool thing about that is that, you know, they always give you like free shit and um there's no one on the rides because people are just waiting in line taking pictures with the uh, characters and shit, which Rusty and I probably won't be doing that because we've already seen like Boba Fett. I think I'm trying to think of a character that I really want to take picture with because the only time I ever did that was when I went to um, a Disney Christmas event and took a picture with the seven dwarves because it's apparently really rare to take pictures of them. They're only at two events at Disney each year. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to take a picture with them. And it was between that and Jack Sparrow. No offense, but 
fuck Jack Sparrow. But actually, it, no, I take back that no offense. Just fuck Jack Sparrow. I mean, so, I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want to take a picture with the real Johnny Depp, <laughs> much less some guy who was dressed like Johnny Depp. In fact, I'd rather just take a picture with some guy who was dressed like Johnny Depp. That's a good point. I know because that's what Rusty did. Because Rusty went to. Um, a Halloween event and they took a picture my sister and him took a picture with um, the the fake Jack Sparrow and, and they thought it was cool but yeah the Seven Dwarves was nice too I mean we just took a picture of them it was cute it was a really cute picture like they were all in like Christmas Christmas shit and my mom liked it and that's all that matters is that my mom was happy and we were happy but but yeah anyway Disney tangent but fuck Galaxy's Edge is looking really good oh great yeah, like, um, I parked at the very top of, like, the, the one of the Disneyland parking structures. Because there's a bunch of places where you can park at Disney. And the best place to park is, like, the Mickey and Friends parking structure. And I'm never able to park there. Because either I get to the parkway late or it's overflowed. And I got there at the perfect time. And I was so happy because I hadn't parked there in years. That's when you know that you're going to have a good day at Disney. When you get to park in the good parking structure. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, you know, one of those things like my mom always says that if you find a good parking spot before you're shopping, like you're going to find something, you're going to have a good shopping day. Like I keep that in mind forever. But yeah, so I parked at the very top of the parking structure and I was like walking down because you can you can go down the escalator to the to the tram that'll take you to downtown Disney, take you to the park. And from like the very top, you could see like the construction for Galaxy's Edge and it looks really good. Like they're doing a really good job with construction. Like I always forget when it exactly they're going to be done with it but it's amazing well that's great i know i'm i'm excited i i love disney i can't wait to go back soon in less than god two weeks because today's the 24th so yeah oh god that's next week (laughs) okay i'm ready hell yeah but um anyways um we have a poll update oh yeah because i I said that we would do a poll about whether or not thrawn was fuckable and we did and 70 percent of people agree with me that yes thrawn is fuckable some people have very strong opinions on this it turns out which amused me greatly i saw that and i was like what but uh, my favorite response was from uh, rock god Eric Struthers has said he loves it when you call him big papa smurf but yeah oh we love Eric and then uh, the whim said am I pitching or catching that was a good response um let's see yeah everyone's responses it was really funny and then (laughs) um someone said sent a gift that said i know his dick is big i know it it's big (laughs) (laughs) oh that was my favorite that was that was one of my and then someone sent just a gift of saying someone just relax don't go crazy on me right now but no we we it, it's a it's a thought that people have had too. Is Thrawn fuckable? I personally voted yes. Like I don't know if I would fuck him, but I'm pretty sure that a bunch of people would fuck him. That he is pretty fuckable. I want to know why that thirty percent said that he wasn't fuckable. Like I really want, I want an update on this. Like I I'm gonna quote tweet this after we're done, and say, all right, you thirty percent, why 
but it was probably dudes that voted it thinking about it but yeah i don't know because i was kind of like listening back to the episode last night oh just like the part where we're talking about is thrawn fuckable but you know those were some good points like he's a he's a toned man and the those cheekbones and then i think you did send me a picture of him because i i texted you about that on friday i think it was friday morning and here let me see what picture you sent. i found some very like almost completely naked like fan art yeah because the one that you sent me was like okay i was like yeah okay like minus the 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 red eyes yeah i mean he is fuckable i agree but anyways thank you for everyone that voted on that poll Very serious business here on the Canto Bite Dispatch. Always. Always. Um, well, anyways, um, since we've been gone since we've been gone a while, uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of awesome news. For instance, on the seventeenth, it was announced by Ava Duvernay. Please tell me I'm pronouncing this right. Duvernay. I I think so. You know, I just realized I've never actually heard it out loud. Yeah, like, for some reason at the Airbnb, I just kept hearing people say, Duvernay, Duvernay, because I think Raj was talking about, um, on the Sith list, because they recorded that Wednesday, they were talking about that too, about, um, and they didn't know how to pronounce her name, and then they were just making it sound like it was French, like, Duvernay, but yeah, so it was announced by her on Twitter that Victoria Mahoney will be the second unit director for episode nine because she tweeted something that said, happy to share this historic news, a black woman director directing stories in the galaxy far, far away. First unit director, hashtag JJ Abrams, second unit director, Victoria Mahoney, Star Wars episode nine, hashtag Star Wars. Yeah, this is really exciting. Um, it's it's definitely a a a you know first step and i'm not it's not like oh this is automatically all is forgiven because they have a lot of work to do but this is definitely a positive thing that we should be celebrating and excited about yeah like i remember hearing this and i wasn't sure if it because i I don't feel like a lot of people talked about this but again this was a whole week this was a week ago like so my brain is still scattered because i've been out of the state, out of, in Disneyland, Disney brain. It's like I'm on ecstasy when I'm at, no, not ecstasy, but it's like I'm at a different place when I'm at Disney. But yeah, like I feel like this wasn't like talked about a lot. But then again, like probably on the podcast I listened to, it was probably like joyly shared and joyly, um, happily stopping right now because I can't think of words. But yeah. I mean, it was definitely, like, I saw it talked a lot about on Twitter, but also that's, you know, it's, my Twitter feed is very self-selected for people who would be super excited about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Because it was, you know, it was people like, it was people like Jess and Suara and Ron and all, like, you know, people who mm-hmm. are, like, very much a part of, like, Star Wars Rep matters that's a good point yeah and also i'm not on twitter that much anymore like i've talked to you about this but yeah i just i'm not 
on i don't know like i scroll every now and then you know if if i want to talk to him like my friends on twitter i do but i'm not really like on social media like as much anymore which is like kind because i used to be like not addicted but you know like i'd always like wake up check my phone and everything and i don't i don't do that as much as i used to anymore and i think that's probably why i didn't hear about it as much but it's still amazing like that makes me really happy that you know some of these scenes that we're going to see are going to be shot by um a woman like that's that's amazing for something like star wars but yeah anyways um i'm trying to think of like what other we have a lot of like the rest of the news that we have is just basically like solo news like we got some posters here let me look at those as i talk about them are there any posters that like caught your eye that like you're really like interested in well i mean first of all we got we got to talk about the chewbacca thing because it's really fucking weird oh okay there there's a chewbacca thing oh yeah okay this is what happens when you're not on twitter okay so they are for those who who haven't seen them or maybe just don't quite know what's going on with it they did a bunch of character posters for for a ton of people but it's all you know it's it's sandy newton as val it's phoebe waller bridge as l337 it's woody harrelson as beckett and then chewbacca is just chewbacca it doesn't say johan suatamo it just says Chewbacca. Even fucking John Favreau gets a character poster with his name on it. Oh. Oh. It's very, very weird. Maybe. Okay, who's the actor that plays Chewbacca again? I follow him on Twitter. I should know this. The new one? Yeah, the new Chewbacca. It, okay, it's it's Johan. I think it's. I think it's Suotamo. It's S U O T A M O. Oh, Jonas or June uh, Johan. It's Finnish. Finnish. Okay. He just had a kid too. Congrats. Um. You know, I I'm trying to not look at the pot and like. Maybe it's his choice, or maybe, like, but I don't know. Like, I'm wondering, like, why... Uh, that's... Hmm. It's weird. When was that? And it seemed... I mean, it seems really disrespectful. When were these posters... Were these, these posters were released yesterday, right? The yesterday, yeah. I mean, at least that's when they went up on the Star Wars website. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what to think about that. That's crazy. But. Hmm. Well, it just, it's really strange because it's, you know, it's every other, it's literally every other poster has the actor's name. Not just, like, the human characters, but also... Rio and L337. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, I saw that this, I went on this actor's Twitter and he just like retweeted it. Like, I don't think that he has a problem with it because I feel like if he did, he would have said something. But then again, it's something as big as Star Wars. Uh, I, I, I don't think you'd say anything about it. 
if you were wanting to continue to be Chewbacca in the Star Wars movies. But I mean, who else could they find? You know, but I know that they could just find like another like tall person to like be Chewbacca, but that's going to be fucking hard. Like, why would Disney want, why would Disney Lucasfilm want to do that? You know? Well, no, but I'm just saying you don't bite the hand that feeds you, especially when you're a guy in a costume. Exactly. Which is why I don't think that like, he maybe minds like not having his name with Chewbacca. Uh, I don't know. That's hard. I don't know. You know? Like, I feel like, I don't know, and even if it doesn't bother him, like, I feel like it's still, it's a weird thing to do. Yeah. I agree. That's crazy, though, but I didn't notice that until now. I mean, obviously, like... Like, either, like, it's just so, like, you either do it for all the posters or you don't do it for any of the posters. Yeah. Yeah, I see. But... Hmm. I I honestly don't like these posters though. Like, I I I like you know I think it's cool like the Western feel and everything. But have you seen the UK posters? Um, I don't think so. Let me. Go. I put the link in it in the notes. Okay, I see them. Let me pull them up. Cause they're fucking good. Those are my favorites. I mean, like. Oh, they're like they're like glam. I love I love me some glam. You know that. I I saw Kira, and I remember I was in the car with Boo, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then he's like, "What?" And I showed him Kira, and he's like, "Ooh!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I know, right?" Like she just, oh. Yeah, I like the Kira one with like the fur wrap. Yeah. The Lando the Lando one is obviously awesome. I still like. I know this is like the main pose that we get for for Alden on these posters with the blaster but I think I don't know his head looks weird on it like there's something in the way that his he's holding his head that it makes his body look disproportionate I don't like any of his solo posters like I don't like his his stance I like everyone else but him like Lando even Lando looks good and then like Tobias like I could live without Tobias Beckett I just don't know what the fuck's going on with his facial hair or just like his hair too. Like I just I don't know. I don't like it. He's got very patchy facial he hair. He does. But you know, he's like a he's you know fucking like scoundrel, like he's planning heist. He's got better things to do. Yeah, I guess. But Chewbacca looks good. That's all that matters. Chewbacca always looks good. Is it a bowcaster? I don't like Chewbacca. Think so. Look like a bowcaster. I'm not crazy about that Chewbacca poster either, actually. I mean, I kind of like the Chewbacca glam. You know, he's shooting something, and you see the falcon in the back. Like, I think it's cute. Lando looks good, but I mean, that's a. I mean, goddamn man. And Kira, obviously the. Ugh. I... I mean, he's got a cape and a scarf. Two great things to have. Are you a scarf person? I mean, not in general. I mean, I like them, but I also, I can never, like, I think other people look good in scarves, and then I try to wear a scarf, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Maybe because it's like, there's a bunch of different scarves, because you can do it, like, wear the infinity scarf, and then there's, like, the wraparound scarf, because some scarves are really hard, depending on, like... How like so, sometimes hard to wear a scarf depending on like how big your boobs are because then it's like it's just it's like extra. 
I mean, my boobs are really small, but sometimes like scarves are like, some of them are just like, they're not quite long enough to, to wrap around. Like you need, like, I need it like to be like a, like even just like six inches longer so I can wrap it one more time. I don't know. And also I, then I just get annoyed with them. Like 10 minutes into wearing them, I'm like, okay, I can't breathe. Yeah. But I mean, you live in New York too. It must get fucking cold. Doesn't your neck get cold? I mean, I get cold pretty easily. I generally don't think of my neck being cold. Yeah. I need more scarves. Like, I, I, like, unless I'm going to be out, like, all day, I never wear a winter Mm. scarf. Just because I, I, it, I would rather be cold than have something wrapped around my neck. But, I don't know, like, I have a couple of, like, nice, like, you know, like, satin or silk ones that I'll wear, like, with a, like, a a dressy Mm, outfit. But again, like, I just, like, halfway through, I'm like, I don't, I can't get this right. I'll sit there and fiddle with it for like 20 minutes in the morning and then I get super frustrated. Yeah. I feel like some scarves you can just like wrap it and then it stays there and then it's perfect. Like it gets like really cold in my office sometimes, especially like this time of the year. It's really weird. It's like this time of the year it starts to get like freezing cold. But while during the winter, it's like fucking blazing hot because the people in my casino don't know how to control the AC. But it, I don't know. Like I, I love scarves. Like I'm... I'm loving to see Lando scarfs in this movie and his cape. Like, oh, and then um, give me all the capes, all the capes. And then, speaking of Lando's closet, we gotta see that in a new TV spot. Did you have you seen that TV spot yet? I haven't seen. Are it you yet. like completely avoiding TV spots for um this? No, I just figured I would wait. Okay. That's fair. I mean, um, there was nothing really in the trailer that was just like, oh, my God, cool. I mean, Han said something like, but I mean, it. I'm getting kind of tired of like the more I hear Han's one liners, the more cringier they get. Uh, it's one. It's the thing I'm most worried about in this movie. I mean, but I did see I did see this. The still of Kira in Lando's closet. For some reason, it gave me like the the Padme packing in Attack of the Clones vibes. But I don't know. Like I I love it. I love how it's just everyone knows and it's Lando's closet. I just love like looking at like the colors of all this. I love me a colorful closet full of. Uh, I need to. <laughs> You know how you, like, you see other people's closets and you're like, damn, I wish my closet was organized. Or like, damn, I wish I had like more like fun clothes or something. Or is that just a Britney thing? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Lando's closet is like colorful and shit. And then Kiara looks good. All these nice fucking dress people in Star Wars, man. I love it. I'm going to see some fashion in Star Wars. This is going to be like the Project Runway Star Wars movie. Can't fucking wait. But, um, oh, but in the trailer, you kind of see, like, Kira give, like, Han this look. Like, and it, it, it's a very specific look. For me, it's a, it's, it's a, I want to fuck you look. But, I know, mm. I know how you feel about that. But honestly, like, but I, maybe that's just me being, like, because, you know, when I first saw Rogue One and they looked at each other in the elevator, I, it was a very, I want to fuck you look to me in the very beginning. Now, whenever we watch it, it's like, okay, yeah, like, they're dying and they're like, cool, we did it. But it's still very intimate. Look. But I don't know, like, the way that she looks at Han is very, like, 
hey, you know, especially, you know, she's wearing that beautiful dress and they're in that really fancy bar. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it just it's just me. But yeah, there's a lot of TV spots like I was w- watching old episodes of Scandal last night on ABC and every other commercial was like a Star Wars or a solo commercial. So. I don't know more. We'll see more. We'll we got a lot of uh, the train shit shit going on on the on the train and the snow. So I think that's going to be a badass. It is. I am getting more and more excited for this film. I still can't believe that it's um, wow in like one month, like because today is April twenty fourth. So on May twenty fourth, we will be seeing this. Oh my god, tickets are on sale next week, aren't they? Yes. We still don't know. I wish they would announce a goddamn time. That's but... also stressing me out. Yay, stress! Oh, fuck, fuck. I... Uh, I I don't know. I, I know, like, how I'm gonna see it and who I'm gonna see it with, but I don't know how the fuck we're gonna get those tickets. Like, I... I, I shouldn't be thinking about that. I... I fuck. I mean, I'm already stressing about my finals right now as it is, but it'll be fine. Going to the movies shouldn't be stressful. I know. Well, just getting tickets and everything. Like, I know it's like a one. Well, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Like, I understand why you're being stressed. I'm saying this process, they they shouldn't make the process like this. Like, the process needs to be better. And they need to shut down shit like Fandango releasing stuff like an hour early. This happened before. And then I'm like, well, I can't buy it through the app of the theater that I want to buy it through because they don't have their tickets up yet. But I don't want to not get tickets. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Sorry, I'm moving things around on my table. Ah, fuck. I have so many fucking porgs. Oh, I named one. Oh, I named a porg. Sorry, I'm not talking in the mic. No, you're not. <laughs> I I mean, I I think that's a good sign because it's oh fuck my chair stuck. Okay. I think oh, damn it, my thing my thing dropped, but I think that's like a good sign that I'm just it's like we're having like a normal conversation, but it's like, oh yeah, we're recording a podcast. Remember, like two weeks ago, when we got that email from Adele that said that we had good sound. I think I think that's oh, yeah. going to be. Oh yeah! Oh no, I didn't drop my thing. Perfect. I thought I dropped my uh, something glass I had on my table, but oh yeah. But <laughs> nah. I mean, that's just you, Emily. I mean, you have the voice of an angel. Hmm. Yeah. So what'd you name your porg? Conehead. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like we should specify that it's like this weird deformed looking porg that Think Geek sells that has like a conish head. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that you have not seen Coneheads. <laughs> no, because I had to search those names that you were talking about. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it was. They used to, like, this is a thing that used to happen, which is movies based on Saturday Night Live sketches. 
And it's really not a good movie, but the sketches are pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I feel like that's what happens with, like, SNL sketches, is that, like, the sketches are really good, and then, like, the movie is, like, very... Other than Wayne's World. What about that one, um, Night of the Roxbury? Have you seen that? Ugh, no. That was was well after my Saturday Night Live watching era. Because I, like, the height of the era for me is, like, when... Um, like Farley and and Spade and um, uh, Sandler were all on. Yeah, I was forced to watch that movie. It was okay. I mean, I've been forced to watch better movies. It in general, just because something's funny in a three and a half minute sketch doesn't mean it's going to be funny for a like hundred minute movie. Agreed. But now I kind of want to watch Coneheads. I need to watch like this the skit first to make sure. Or I know that's probably funny, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's Dan Aykroyd and and Jane Curtin, and they were both hilarious people. Hell yeah. I still need to name name my porgs. How many porgs? How many porgs don't have names? Okay. Um. Okay. I'm I'm pointing at porgs right now. Okay. Pork Buscemi. Porg DeFet. Um, okay. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Conehead. Dave Filoni. Emily Porglind. Um, Porg. Uh, Winnie. Um, Canadian Bacon Pizza. A lot, a lot don't have names. I. You should have your poor children taken away from you. No, they are happy here. Na- okay, I have an idea. I have a great idea. Okay, so I, I think since okay, since Boo has custody of like the porgs, also, he needs a name. Some. <laughs> okay. I mean, he doesn't even like them. I don't them. care. I, I've named enough porgs. We have to go halfway on this. You say that they're your porgs. <laughs> there is too. Not by choice. <laughs> no. It's like it's like it's like you decided to get a dog without asking him or even like well, telling him. You just dogs. showed up with a dog one day. You just showed up with a dog one day, and now you're pissed because he's not helping you take care of the no! dog enough. I just want him to name the dog. That's it. I'll take care of the dog. I just want it to have a name. I can't. I'm not good with names. <laughs> you're a bad pork parent. Just because they don't have names means that they are still loved equally. Uh, I think the ones with names are loved a little bit more. No! I love them all equally. Like, there's this little porg here. And it's little and cute. I got it from Amazon. But it's not named. And then there's another one that came with a blanket that I got the night before The Last Jedi. That one still isn't named. I mean, okay. Okay, you do have a point. Like, I need to, I need to, 
I, I need to work on my naming skills for the Porgs. Like, there's there's no question about that. And even I, I agree that I just need to spend, like, more quality time. Okay, so, because for each showing of The Last Jedi, I brought a Porg with me. So that means the rest of the Porgs I have to bring to Solo. So that means I have to see Solo a lot of times, So or just bring a lot of Porgs to go see Solo. So I can have my quality time with the Porgs. Oh my god, you're a crazy person. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. But, um, <clears throat> other than Borgs, Ryan Howard's done with post-production. He posted on Twitter and uh, Instagram a picture and said, that's a wrap on post-production. Wow, what a movie-making experience it's been. Thanks to a terrific cast, extraordinary folks behind the camera as well. You've worked hard to fully realize, or you've worked... You've worked so hard to fully realize this cool story. Hope fans have a blast. Hashtag May 25th. Birthday. But shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's a movie. Like, it's a real movie that's coming out in a month that I keep forgetting about. They're showing it at, like, the Canes, right? Yeah. That's exciting. Gonna make avoiding spoilers more annoying. Yeah. I'm almost more worried about getting spoilers for, like, Infinity War rather than Solo. Because, like, I just feel like people care more about... I don't know. Though that's hard. Well, Infinity War is definitely, like, more in terms of, like, shock value. Like, I don't think anything shocking is going to happen in Solo. That's true. That's very true. Like, we know Han and Chewie and Lando don't die know that uh, yeah but then again like they're those other characters but i mean like it's obvious that they're probably gonna die well yeah i feel like you know you're gonna have your characters die and somebody's gonna be you know the big like betrayal thing and whatever yeah but like nothing's gonna be like oh my god i can't believe that happened yeah but anyways anyways so i forget where i heard this from first but did you hear that apparently, like, I don't know, like, this is, like, kind of horseshit to me. Well, uh, I don't know. But, um, so Alden had, like, an interview with, like, Esquire, like, or a magazine or something, because he was on the cover, you know, he did his, like, fancy boy photo shoot thing, that young... Yeah, though, that James Dean photo shoot yeah, that he did. Kind of barf, but kind of like, okay, he's, yeah, he's here to party. But, um... So it was it was quoted that, okay, so someone said he knows what he's getting into. It's a deeper commitment than just one movie. Even Ford couldn't quit after just one. I asked Enrique about how how many he signed up for. Three, he says, then, then flinches. Understanding he may have just created a disturbance in the force. And then he said, quote, I don't know if that's officially uh, public. But yeah. I... Okay, here's the thing, is a lot of times when you go into big movies like this, be- because studios want to have a lock on these actors if they ever do want to use them again, it'll be a thing where it's, if we want to use you, we have you for this many movies. So that way, it can't be like he's in one movie, and then if they want him back, he can suddenly, like, 
up his fee by, you know, like 75% or something. Yeah, but I mean, what else could they do after this? Like, that's my big question is, well, put him in other movies, like put him in other characters movies. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point, too. Like, oh, Han Solo showing up here. Okay. But. And look, they like money. If this movie is hugely successful, of course they're wanting, they're going to want to use him again. And if they ever want to put Young Han in anything else, they they can't recast it. Like, it has to yeah. be him. That's true. But then that also, like, depends on, like, how he does in this movie, too. Like, if people love him, then yeah, fuck yeah, they're gonna do it. But if he's, like, a shitty Han Solo, then they're gonna be like, oh, never mind, just kidding. Um, here's your money, have a good day, you know, maybe you can be in some other, I don't know, like, but who knows? I mean, how old is this kid? Or, not kid, wow. Um, Alden... IMBD. Um, he is twenty-eight. Wow, he's not a kid. Fuck, he's older than me. Well, I mean, ever. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's twenty-eight years old. Birthday November twenty-second, nineteen eighty-nine. Okay, he was born in Los Angeles, California. Um, I don't know if you know this, but he's an actor, and um, he went to New York University. And he will star as Han Solo in Solo Star Wars. Okay, Brittany, we're done. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Wow. I think I would have heard wow. that somewhere before. Ugh, but, I mean... Oh, well. Um. Anyways, oh, Emily. You, you, um, you watched some Clone Wars this week. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> So I assume that this was the the worst arc that you've ever watched in, in Clone Wars. Well, it's not a, it's not even an arc. It's one episode, and I only watched one episode because the next episode starts a two episode arc, and I'm like, I'm too annoyed. I'm not watching another two episodes of this fucking show. Uh, no. And I would go to my notes, but uh, the entirety of my notes, I cut, copy and pasted the synopsis from um, Wikipedia, and then I went because that's what I always do. Normally, like. I put well, I make notes because sometimes I watch it a couple of days ahead of time and I'll lose track of things. So like the little like paragraph long synopsis, I'll transfer that into my notes just to remind me what the episode is. And then I'll just take notes as I watch. Yeah. This time my only note as I was watching just says nope. <laughs> it's all it says. It just says nope. It's not particularly helpful. But uh yeah. So um what was it season five? Four. Oh wow, four. Okay. God, I wish I was in season five. Okay. Um. This was a Jar Jar episode. Okay, so basically, it's stupid and I hated it. There's the Gungans and they're gonna like the, the like whatever the leader I don't know like boss whatever the fuck his name is. Is like planning an attack on like the people like the people on Naboo, and it turns out, like, Anakin and Padme figure out that it's because his little, like, right-hand man had given him this necklace that was controlling him. 
because he was working for the separatists. And then the boss dude gets injured and Padman Anakin realized that Jar Jar looks exactly like this guy. So Jar Jar pretends to be him to call off the attack. And then General Grievous shows up. So I was like super annoyed because I fucking I can't stand listening to him and his annoying voice. And then they capture Grievous and then Anakin is stupid because Anakin's always fucking stupid and he gets himself captured. So then Dooku's like, okay, I'll give you Anakin back if you give us Grievous back. Hmm. Yeah. That was the episode and I didn't like it and I don't ever want to watch his show again. I mean, um, I, I don't blame you, first off. Um, second off, yeah, this episode is really cringy. One, uh, because they had fucking Grievous. Like, they had him captured. But Anakin was fucking stupid, not using his peen instead of his brain, and got himself captured. Again. Also, like, if you're gonna do that, like, then that should be what the episode is about. Like, then you should be doing, like, this super dramatic episode where... Where they finally get Grievous and then Anakin fucks up. And then you have this long, like, dramatic thing of, well, what are they going to do? And, like, you can really play that and not have it be, like, three minutes of your episode. Where the rest of the episode is, like, Jar Jar falling down. And that's true. But doesn't it annoy you so much that the war could have ended right there? I mean, uh, I like. I wouldn't say the war would have ended right there, but I think it definitely would have changed a lot if Anakin wasn't a stupid, big, huge dumbass. That would have fucking changed everything. Like, think about it. Think about it. Like, Grievous would have been captured, and then like the war would have like slowly come to an end. And there you have it. Like Palpatine. I mean. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I mean, I I don't know, but I mean, I think that's that's slightly overemphasizing Grievous's importance because I think Palpatine probably has plenty of other like plans in place. Yeah, who knows what kind of shit. He would but play. it's like it, it's a huge fucking deal, and it's it's simply because Anakin's mm-hmm. dumb and like charging into situations without thinking about it. Yeah. Which is, again, like, okay, yeah, but then make that be your episode. And actually, like, do something with it. Instead, he's just, like, sort of, like, kicks his, like, toe in the dust and's like, I'm sorry. Really <laughs> fucked up. I'm like, okay, but... That's, that's not... I don't know. It's just, I was really annoyed. There needs to be consequences as soon as I read the actions. Ugh. Yeah. And you need to actually, like, like again, like, if you're going to go with the, like, the moral dilemma of whether Padme, you know, like, saves her husband or, like, has this valuable prisoner, like, that should be the whole focus of your story. And not just, like, the side note at the end. Yeah, that's true. Um... Ugh, I'm looking at the arc that you have next week. Um, <clears throat> oh, but okay, so after this arc, you have, like, a really dark, interesting 
arc. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for being really annoyed with this episode because I didn't, I, I remember watching this, I didn't hate it, but I was just really annoyed with like the actions and the consequences of Anakin and, you know, Padme, and I'm I'm not saying Padme is like as just as guilty, but I mean, like she, I mean, I know that the love for Anakin that she is, is like really strong, but like anyone else or like any other like leader would have probably chosen to keep grievous because knowing that Anakin probably could have escaped. Yeah. Like it's not, I don't, I don't want to put the plan on the blame on Padme. I, I don't, but you know, sometimes, you know, nope, 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 nope. But I don't know. Anyways. Um, Oh, oh, you have a droid. You have a droid arc next um, episodes. I know. Mm. <clears throat> There's some really cute creatures. Mm. Like they're really okay, cute. Okay, I like quick cute creatures. I like them. Okay. I think you'll like them too. I forget if they're in the the first part of the arc or the second part of the arc. I think they're in the first. Um, but no, it's it's it's, it's okay. I mean, there's been worse. There's no shark people, right? No more shark people. Okay. I don't. I don't want any more shark people. I don't know if you'll. Um, here, let me let me look. I don't think that you're gonna get um gungans for a long time. Oh please, God. Yeah, I don't think that you're gonna get some. Um. Oh yeah, you're gonna get some like darker. This is like the darker part of the season. Good. Yeah. It's it's interesting. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, because season six, uh, there's a specific arc that I've been kind of like hinting about, but um I know that you're not gonna like it. I mean you're gonna okay, you're gonna like parts of it because um but anyways, um I don't wanna spoil too much. But I don't know. <clears throat> You'll see. You, you shall see. When do I get Ventress back? Um, here, let me check. Uh. Ooh, there's that one. Okay. Um. Oh, um. In a couple episodes. Okay. Sorry, I can hear Rusty, like, yelling in the background. Oh, Rusty. But, um. I don't think we have a top three this week. Uh, here, let me try to think of a fuck, Mary kill real quick. Okay. Um. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, Anakin Skywalker. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Oh, Anakin's fucking dead. Okay. Like, gladly. Okay. Um... I'm I'm assuming we're talking like prequel Obi Wan, yes. not like out Guinness. Yes, <laughs> prequel like Ewan McGregor, beard and everything. Mm. Mm, this is more difficult. I mean, how do you not? I mean, how do you not fuck Samuel Jackson? I don't know. He's... But I don't want to like. I don't want to be married to Mace Windu. Exactly. Like Mace Windu's kind of like he's very 
he's very strident. And I think I think Jackson's attractive in those movies. Yeah. That was sort of like Jackson in his in his prime, like before he became a parody of himself. True. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm gonna be married to Obi Wan, which sounds kind of annoying because he's very um God, condescending as fuck. But he's probably a nice enough guy. Yeah. And would just leave me alone most of the time. That's what I want, is just somebody to leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy that I'm not in a relationship. (laughs) Please leave me alone. (laughs) I want you to exist in the same orbit as me, but maybe, like, over there. Like, I want to, like, I need to be in a relationship with somebody who takes a lot of business trips. (laughs) And Obi-Wan takes a lot of business trips. Yeah, he does, but then it's... I mean, before, before, like, the, you know, he just sits on his little hovel for two decades. Yeah, well, you know, think about it, too. It's going to be, like, really nice when he gets home from, like, your, you know, from his excursions, because, you know, you guys are going to have, like, a nice, like, a a nice... I don't don't know how to to kindly put this, but, I mean, you're going to be excited after seeing him after, you know, a couple weeks. So... But, okay, like, I know that... Okay, so, so what are your choices? No, I want to continue this. So, I know, okay, I know that, you know, there's, the, there's like, the marry, like, you're going to marry him, but you're also going to have sex with him, too. So, like, you're going to, ha- yeah, like, you're going to be married to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you're going to have sex with him. Well, see, there's the thing, and, and this is one of the weird things about, uh, about fuck, marry, and kill. Yeah. Is I feel like, Mary, you almost, you almost can't be thinking about, like, the sex part of it. Why not? Well, because I think it's, it's like, it's not, yeah, but I think it sort of makes that distinction between fuck and marry a little too, like, weak. Damn it. Damn it. I think it's more like, not, not necessarily that you never have sex, but it's not like a, it's not like a super hot, very physical marriage. Because that, what's, that's what makes the, the harder to choose between fuck and marry. The way, yeah, I, I guess like that's how I, you know, uh, my imagination is very, very detailed with with the fuck Mary Kill because, you know, I see, you know, the fuck is just okay, fuck, okay, bye, you know, it's just it's like I bang you, okay, bye, but like you know, the Mary thing, it's like I get you whenever I want, but that's true, that, that's that's true. I need to be more just like. No, it's more like you got to think about like the consequences of a domestic cohabitation relationship. The consequences. Well, in terms of whether you want to like deal with this person every fucking day. Of course. Of course. Which is why I'd kill Mace Windu, fuck Anakin Skywalker, Mario Bo and Kenobi. Okay, that's pretty much what I thought. Yes. Cause you like you like your Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then yeah, I like Skywalker. I mean, I like the mullet hair. Ugh, I'm fine with it. 
Oh, that fucking like rat braid. Well, no, I don't. Not the rat braid. Like the episode three here was nice. Well, I feel like even like in episode two, like Obi Wan's like kind of moldish hair was kind of a problematic thing too. But like his hair in episode three was good. The hair in episode three was wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Um, but anyways, uh, if you guys have uh, top three or fuck Mary Kill recommendations, email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com because we haven't gotten any yet. You guys are too shy. Like, you know who you want to fucking Mary Kill, but you just, you're, you're hesitating sending that email. Like, it's in your drafts right now. It's on your drafts on your phone right now. Like, you just hesitate <laughs> to send it. Just, just send it. Dude, I gotta tell you, I, and I'm speaking directly to you, Dom. I know, I know you have some ideas. Dom, so, Dom, just send it. I know you have like ten drafts in your email because the past couple emails you've been saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sending this," or "Am I going too far?" Like, you're nothing's too far. Just send it all. Well, okay, okay, let's. But we did just get a get a, a tweet from him saying that he actually sent his most recent email before hearing the Thrawn and the Fuck Mary Kill segment. Oh wait, he just sent one right now, which makes me laugh. Yeah, he well no, because he sent us an email earlier, mm. but apparently he sent that before he he heard the rest of the episode, which is hilarious because I mm. I thought that email was inspired by the Thrawn and the Fuck Mary Kill segment, so. Dom is on our wavelength, and the rest of you better fucking get on yeah. board, because we're going to have a long stretch of no fucking news after Solo. So. so you need to give us things to think about fucking marrying and killing. Please. Actually, we should probably do like a like a movie rewatch. That's a good point. You know, maybe we should start doing those... We sit and listen to, we watch Star Wars. We do one of those, I don't know. But that's what, like, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't want to do, I don't want to do commentary because that's annoying. But we should probably, like, go through the saga. That's a good idea. Go through the saga. Um, yeah, that's a good, how do you want to do it? Do you want to start through, like, one through, Damn. Okay. Okay. Here's and here's the thing. And I realize, that, yes, obviously, this is a conversation we should probably be having not on the <laughs> podcast. But, but listeners of the podcast, you gotta understand. I, I understand that a lot of people have love for the prequels. So, obviously, like when the topic comes up, I'm, I'm honest about my opinion yeah, of yeah. them, which is not positive. But if we do episodes devoted to the prequels, that's going to come up a lot. And I'm not, I, I'm not going to not express my opinion. Yeah, of course. So, so that needs to be like a, if, if that's something people like don't want to listen to, I totally understand that. But just realize if you do want us to do like do episodes on the prequels, that's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm ready to, you know, that that thought didn't even, like, come in my mind, you know, of the, oh, like, I, I know how you feel about the prequels, and I'm, I, I want to hear your opinions and everything, and even if they aren't positive, it's like, it's still, it's your opinions, you know, like, I, 
I love what you have to say about Star Wars and the universe and, you know, even about like other topics, too, because you have two wonderful podcasts, other podcasts. Now you're 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 the queen of the podcast, Emily. Oh, my God. I have <laughs> too many fucking podcasts. How do you do it? Like, that's that's just so because you have a full time job. You have like three podcasts. It's like, damn, like, do you sleep? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I do have a full-time job, but, you know, it's it's very regular hours. And this is the only podcast that I mm. edit. And I only edit half the time. That's true. So most, like, m- like honestly, like, the biggest thing is finding time to watch stuff. Because my other podcast, okay, I'll do the plug at the end. But I do a podcast, He's Dead Jim, with um, Mick McConnell, where we're going through the episodes of star trek the original series and talking about them every week um so you know i have to sit down and watch the episode like and like pay attention to it and and take notes and then the other podcast uh is one we've actually recorded several of them but it's just finally up and that is pod of future cast i say that name very carefully because i fuck it up all the time and that i do with jared and rashad and that it's going to eventually be like a broader x-men related podcast but with legion on the air right now we're talking about legion so that is like watching the episodes twice because that show is confusing as all fuck and taking notes and like that's and then you know for this it's like watching clone wars which doesn't take that much time but oh and i'm we charlie and i are talking about starting up how's annie again dude Four podcasts is a lot of podcasts, isn't it? I am mother of porgs, and you are mother of podcasts. <laughs> and you have no idea how much I wish that I sort of had one less pod. Yeah, like, okay, I wouldn't like change any of my podcasts because I love them and I do the and I love the people I do them with. But if I didn't already have three podcasts, I'd be doing a Westworld podcast, and I'm really sad that I can't do a Westworld podcast. I have an idea though. Okay, um, it, it's gonna get slow. It's it's gonna get like slow news. So after the semester, my my school semester ends. Like, I I'm doing nothing with my you know I'm not nothing with my life. I mean, like you know I'm taking some classes online, but I need to find a show to watch. And Westworld's been like screaming at me for the past like couple of. And every time I see Evan Rachel Wood, I'm just like I need I I need this in my life. You have no idea how much I want to see you reacting to Westworld every week. (laughs) Okay. Because, oh my god, that would be amazing. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, Yeah, I guess we're going to start a new segment on this podcast, Brittany reacting to Westworld. I just, because I've seen the first season a couple of times now, Mm -hmm. and I just, I, I was baffled the entire time i watched it i love it it's so good but there's so much stuff i'm like wait what the fuck's going on and so many times i'm like oh my god 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 so knowing what's going on and having you not know what's going on would be a lot of fun for me yeah um i'll probably start watching that like after the 7th of may so I'll definitely uh, keep the podcast and keep you updated on my Westworld experience. We'll have a little segment, probably like the end, like the last like 15, 20 minutes of each Canto Bite episode. Just me saying what the fuck, what the fuck over Westworld. But well, yeah, yeah. sort of like we do with the Clone Wars segment. Exactly. Not at all related to Star Wars. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, 
Oh well, fuck it. Canto Byte Dispatch. Yeah, it's our yeah. fucking it's our fucking podcast. Yeah, it's our podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that we're angrily reacting to <laughs> people saying shit that they haven't said. <laughs> and people are probably gonna be like, "This is great!" Like my boyfriend's probably listening to this, and be like, "Yeah, that's that's a great idea, Brittany." And it'd be like, "Thanks." But oh god, I can't. All right, um, yeah, Westworld. But it, it, I mean, is it one of your favorite shows right now? Um, it is absolutely like, and that it, it, it's a couple things that it ticks that I really, really love. You know how I always talked when I was like, when we had the clone episodes on Clone Wars. Oh yeah. And how that just kind of, you know, rubbed you the wrong way. Well, yeah, but, but the, the fact that that was an idea that I'm really interested in, mm-hmm. which is this idea of, of consciousness and what makes people people. And that's what the show is about. Okay. Interesting. So it's all this, all this like stuff that I loved in Battlestar Galactica, which is one of my all-time favorites, mixed with fucking Deadwood, basically, because it's in this Western setting. So that's like two. If two of my favorite shows of all time had a baby, it would be Westworld. Fuck that! Wow, that's amazing. <sighs> and also some really hot cowboys. I'm in. There's this guy you meet, he's actually like a few episodes in, but his name is Hector, and he is, like, holy goddamn is he attractive. And there's this gorgeous woman with this snake tattoo all over her body, and she's great, and of course, like, Thandie Newton is gorgeous, but, dude, Hector, the super hot cowboy, oh my god. I think I found a name for this episode. Hector the Super Hot Cowboy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Our podcast is a mess. It's a perfect, beautiful mess. <laughs> it's our mess. Oh. And do you want to get to emails? Yeah, let's do emails. All right. Uh, if you guys have any emails, uh, send us uh, emails at kidobypod at gmail.com. Uh, we will get to those. Uh, we have two of them from the same person. Do you want to? We want me to read both of them at once. Have a two in one. Let's. Yeah, that's fine. I will say. Oh, uh, Rabia, I just saw that you saw you sent us a top three. We'll do that next week. I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Uh, so the first one. Okay, so Willis. Uh, one of our new listeners, new emailers that I enjoy hearing from, sent us two emails. And I'm going to read the first one, and it is titled Dianoga One. Ahoy! At what point in the Death Star's development do you think that Galen Erso told Krennic he wanted to put a monster in the trash compactor? It's a shame that scene was in the film, because I'd like to know how he stayed in a job after he made such an outlandish decision choice, or design choice. Personally, I'd like to see a sequel to Rogue One, which is which is a young Galen and Krennic go on a road trip to find the Dianoga, or Dianoga monster. Really, though... What they end up finding it themselves. Obviously, it would have had a sweet Brian Adams soundtrack and heavily homoerotic. <laughs> May the force be with you, Willis. You know, first of all, I just love this email and it amused me and I would watch the shit out of that movie. But it's a good point, which is... Like, what? what the fuck is this thing? 
like, is it there on purpose? It Was it like somebody, like, you know how people, like, will buy snakes as pets and then the snake gets too big, so they just let the snake go into the wild? Did, like, some stormtrooper, like, snuggle in, like, a little baby Donoga monster and it was just cute and little? And then they're like, oh, fuck, this is really big, so they just threw it in the trash compactor? Maybe they thought it died, so they put it in the trash compactor. Or is it, like, the Flintstones, where you have like dinosaurs like as like tools basically where it was like this 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 monster does something that like i don't know like helps break down the trash or like makes like like converts it to energy it's like a green solution yeah the death star is very green very uh very green company and I, I maybe that like maybe they just needed something to like clean up the trash because like there's a lot of trash thing that eats it too like maybe the dinoga is just this like recycled bin creature thing i wish i had a name there's a story about it in from a certain point of view isn't there no it makes me sad because the death star broke blew up so that means the dinoga is dead fuck but there's a story in it in uh, the 40, the I forget what that's called. From a certain point of view. Yeah. I haven't read it yet. I've had that, like, literally I've had that book since it's come out. I read one story on it, and it was the Boba Fett story that I read and hated. I know. Ugh. My, my mom and dad were watching, like, Mad Men the other night for some reason. And I saw John Hamm, and I'm like, oh, God, Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, but he's so fucking pretty. I mean, yeah, but I just can't, I can't get that out of my head. That's right. Fett's here. Like, oh. we don't, we don't need fuck boy Boba Fett. Like, John Ham, I love you, but, and no. I understand, like, if, if, if you're a Star Wars fan and somebody's like, hey, do you want to voice Boba Fett? You're probably going to say yes. And then you get the story and maybe you like it or maybe you don't, but you already, you know, like, how are you going to say no to that? Yeah. It's like if somebody asks you to play Batman, you're just you're gonna play Batman, even if the movie is shitty and you know you shouldn't be Batman. I'm believing you, George Clooney. George Clooney. I wonder how he's doing. I think he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You never know. Well, dude, do you know who's fucking crazy right now? It was fucking Kanye West. But he's always been crazy. Anyways, um, another email from Willis. Um, and he titles this Spider-Man's. Ahoy. In the previous episode, Brittany said that, or Brittany said she'd been told Spider-Man 2 was the best of the Spider-Men. I wonder, though, is this the plural Spider-Man movies? Or is the plural of the Spider-Man movies Spider-Men or Spider-Mans? It's important we figure this out before any potential solo sequel, as we need to know if we refer, <laughs> refer to the two solo films as solos or duo. <laughs> May the force be with you, Willis. Um, I just think it's funny <laughs> saying Spider-Men. <laughs> I would say you refer to, if you had... Multiple versions of the character, which you often get. And in fact, there have been like whole like 
arcs of the comic book built around this that I can't remember the name of. It's like something stupid like Spider World or some shit like that. But let's say you have, like, there's multiple Spider-Mans standing in front of you. You would refer to them as Spider-Men. <laughs> yeah. But if you were referring to multiple movies about Spider-Man or about Spider-Men, you would refer to them as Spider-Mans. Yeah. Like, it is the best of the spider like, like, like you could say Peter Parker is the best of the Spider-Men. He's not, but you could say that. But you would say Spider-Man 2 is the best of the Spider-Mans. It just sounds weird, though. I kind of I kind of like just saying spider spider Man, Like, this. I don't know. I just, I think it's funny. But, yeah, I get, I get how that could be grammar, grammarly incorrect. Grammarly. <laughs> Grammatically. Grammatically. Excuse me. Grammatically <laughs> incorrect. Because <laughs> sometimes, like, incorrect grammar just, like, not pisses me off, but, like, it just, it, it, like, uh, uh. but, and I do it too sometimes, so I shouldn't be bitching. I shouldn't be bitching, but, yeah, um, I think if there were two solo films, I would call them the solos. But that's why Star Wars is so easy, because you could just do, like, the, the Star Wars, you know, like, uh, which Star Wars, because it's already plural, so. But um, thank you, Willis, for your emails. Always, always enjoy them. Um, Emily, do you want to read the next one? <laughs> oh, man, you're giving me doms. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. This is from Dom, who we love greatly most of the time. Always. <laughs> okay, we'll see if I'll get through this email. Right now it's most of the time. I love you, Dom. Hey, love ladies. You. Just got done listening to your discussion about a female apprentice for Kylo. I would definitely agree that I don't want to see some sort of abusive relationship between a male master and female apprentice. However, I don't really know how you get around the fact that dark side masters are pretty much always abusive to their apprentices and mind and mind fuck the shit out of them one thing that came to mind that may offer a glimmer of hope comes from the eu either of you ladies read the darth bane trilogy um i don't want to speak for you Brittany, nope. but i'm going to say no nope i've read three <laughs> fucking books in my existence okay johnny grasso <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'd imagine a certain red-headed stuffed bird owning half of the crew may not have found time, considering how often she seems to read the Revenge of the Sith novelization. <laughs> anyway, in the books, Bane takes on a female apprentice named Darth Xana. It's been a few years since I read the books, but if I recall, there was never any kind of sex or relationship or even allusions to one between them. I also can't recall much in the way of the mind-fucking Palpatine dishes out to Vader, etc., when all said and done, I guess it comes down to whether or not you believe Kylo could successfully apprentice anyone, male or female, without being an utter fuckbag to them. I doubt he has it in him. There was also a question of timing. Are we too far along for him to have an apprentice? Let's not forget the Knights of Ren are still a thing that's unresolved, and one of the few things Ryan Johnson didn't close the door on in The Last Jedi. So JJ still has a toy to play with. Kylo could conceivably have a female apprentice from the from that crew who could go apeshit on the resistance in episode nine. 
linking someone badass in the style of Ventress. We may also have a little time jump before episode 9 that would allow for her advancement under Kylo's tutelage. But oh god, please don't let them be fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know, I sort of forget about the Knights of Ren. Because, like, everybody before this movie was like, oh my god, the Knights of Ren were falling on a new and it's going to be this huge thing. And then, nada? I don't give a fuck about the Knights of Ren anymore. Like, I, I mean, they might be in the next movie, but... I don't care. Just like how Snoke died. Like, I know that a lot of people were like, oh, we knew nothing about this character and he's dead. I'm like, that's it. He's dead. We don't need to know anything else about him. Like, I'm good, you know? Yeah, but I will say, if we do get the Knights of Ren, I would like for at least one of them to be female. Yeah. I mean, why would, why would they all be dudes? I mean, I, I believe we're, uh, the assumption is that they're whoever he took off with from Luke's temple. So it shouldn't it shouldn't just be guys. Yeah. All right, back to Dom's email, and this is where things inevitably take a turn. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> since we're slightly on topic now, and since this email has been mostly tame, and I have a reputation to uphold, what do you think Force wielders are like as sexual partners? What does the Force allow them to do that mere mortals cannot? You just know Qui-Gon Jinn would have been some expert in forced tantric, tantric techniques. Shmi really <laughs> mis- missed out, but hey, I'm sure Kleek was an adequate, generous lover. Getting fucked by Asajj Ventress, no doubt, would have been a rough force battle you're not likely to forget if you even survived. Anyway, have fun with that. Faithfully, Canto Bitch number one. Thank you, Dom. And the fact that you sent this out before you heard us talking about Thrawn just makes me love you because we are really on the same wave like yeah <clears throat> well emily i want to i want to toss this off to you first i want to see what you have to say about um force wielders as sexual partners just so i could mentally process okay the jedi suck in bed oh because the whole like the, uh, the, absolutely. Uh, They're bad. Mm. I mean, first of all, you have the whole, like, no attachments thing. Not that, like, not that, like, sex always has to go with, like, emotional attachments. But I feel like a lot of Jedi, like, don't even mess around with that at all. Like, celibate, like, monks, basically. And although the forks you think would, like, make you, like, like, able to do some really interesting things... I feel like they are going to be boring and maybe this is a weird like maybe like too considerate or too like I feel like Qui-Gon would be too gentle and he'd like every like second would be like him like gazing like deep into your eyes and like making sure you're okay and I'm like I don't I don't need to deal with that shit. Like, there's a time and place for that, and it's, like, not, like, what I think of when I think of, like, amazing, like, super fun sex. Now I'm curious. Of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, now, you get some, like, people who are Force users who aren't, like, the, like, creepy Jedi monks. There's probably some stuff you could do that would be fun i mean they can move shit with their mind so so that's an added bonus um ventress hell yeah 
Oh my god. For sure. Oh my god. Like like scary and take charge, but that's like <laughs> Okay, let's just say it. like that's what I want. Like scary and take charge and might die. Okay, down for it. I mean, that can't be too shocking to anybody who's ever listened to our podcast before. Look at the other characters I'm attracted to. Yeah, man. Asajj would get down and dirty. She. She would be... I, Asajj would definitely be really into BDSM. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No fucking doubt. Look at what she wears. She'd want to be, like, tied up and fucked. Or controlling. She would be that... How far is too far? Well, I mean, yeah, you gotta have safe words. Safe words are very important because otherwise people get like no. I mean, hurt. in this pod, I mean, describing in this podcast. How? Oh, it's our podcast. But well, yeah, I mean, obviously there are safe words, uh, yada yada yada. But no, no. Now I want. <laughs> now I'm fascinated by what you were gonna what you were gonna say. Look, you could say it, and then you're the one editing the episode, so you can always cut it out. I mean, if you I'm want not. To. But Asajj Ventress would be, she would be like on top of you, yelling at you as she's fucking you. No doubt. No fucking mm-hmm. doubt. No, no, no looking soulfully she's into your be, eyes. She's going to be like yelling at you. Just fucking yelling at you as she's <laughs> riding the dick. <laughs> but, um. I imagine she has a lot of, I mean, she has a lot of rage to take out and i would be okay with me she's a fucking screamer too no doubt no doubt um qui-gon i don't know qui-gon i see qui-gon being like in the middle kind of being like in the beginning like are you okay like is this this hurt and then just like the rust and faster and shit you know but, I mean, I could see Qui-Gon just taking, like, ten, like, not even ten or five minutes. But, I mean, Anakin, I mean, Anakin was with Padme for, like, a couple of years before they died. So, I mean, they got, I mean, they, they figured out each other. I mean, Padme was probably more sexually aware than Anakin anyways. Because she had her that relationship with what's-his-face, that painter guy. And Anakin was, like, super jealous of hearing. You don't ask a chick about her past relationships and then get jealous when she talks about it. Like, Anakin, you fucking stupid. But. Yeah, he's a little, I mean, that's, he's a little dick. I know. So. And Padme is just a, a beautiful flower of sunshine and peace and tranquility. And, like, he's just this, like, dark cloud of, Yeah. Uh, I think they're just, I think they're all missionary all the time. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, like, I feel like that's all Jedi are, because, I mean, that's, like, the only thing that they would do is that they want to go on Cosmo and look up, like, sex positions to make, to find, like, the G-spot or something, or to, like... Oh, Matt, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Kylo Ren would, like, not be a good lover. He oh, would, my like, God, no. I don't know. 
He would be like, I don't know. Like he he wouldn't like um Obi-Wan probably not I mean he'd be very missionary also I don't think anyone would be very adventurous maybe Mace Windu yeah maybe like he's the one I see as like most likely but I don't know I have to think no I have to think more about this well um, what about someone like uh not even like a force user? What about like Mendo? What do you think like Mendo would like Oh, are we pretending that I haven't thought about that a whole lot? <laughs> Sorry, I just got a cute text message. Um <laughs> Anyways, back back to sex. Um so like have you thought What's, like, the perfect, like, Mendo? Okay, wait. So, do you remember, like, there was this hashtag on Star, or, like, for Star Wars for a long time ago. It was, like, hashtag Star Wars experience. But, like, it looked like it said Star Wars sex experience. Yeah. Did, did you say anything about that? Or was there any any thoughts about Star Wars sex experience or like what did that actually mean was that meaning that people were thinking about experiences sexually with Star Wars characters I mean I think people just thought that hashtag was hilarious and there was lots of like innuendo mm. and shit and you know there's lots of, and among our friends lots of, of pictures of Kiati Mundi I mean why not but a bunch of Kiati Mundi I I think that's really funny that, like, out of, like, all Star Wars characters, I think that's funny that Keati Mundi is, like, the most, like, well, obviously, like, I understand, like, why Keati Mundi is, like, the not the meme of, like, st- like uh, Star Wars Jedi, but, I mean, like, obviously, he his head looks like a fucking dick, so. Yeah, people and are people, people are people, and obviously. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, so, yeah, I mean, the Krennic thing, like, look, it's hard to answer, like, what do I think that character would actually be like, and what do I want that character to be like? But uh, you've imagined this, like, you've imagined, like, the scenario of you being in Star Wars and you having that sex experience with Mendo. Okay, we, okay, for the purpose of this conversation, we have to call him Krennic because it's too weird because, like, Mendo is, like, what we call Ben Mendelsohn, and I don't, I can't deal with the whole, like, he's a real person thing. Okay, I apologize. No, okay, it's okay, so just, just director, for the purposes of this conversation. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you've thought about, okay, so Orson Krennic. Uh-huh. So you're in Star Wars, and then I don't know, like you're in some like imperial imperial bar mm-hmm. or something, and you know you're wearing like a nice like. Do do you like to wear dresses? I mean, I do. I don't like. It's if they have pockets, then I'm totally down with dresses. Fucking pockets, yes. I have this flannel with pockets, and it's like the best thing in the world. But, anyways, so like, what color dress would you be wearing? Hmm. Or would you even be wearing a dress? Would you be wearing like a, like a nice, like a, a very sexy turtleneck with like some tight pants or like a, um, no, 
I mean, I like a nice, like, women's, women's cut suit. Ooh. Or, like, a dress, but, like, a nice, like, like, depending what color my hair is, but probably, like, blue. Green. Like, oh, yeah, what color would you... Like, gem tones. Okay. Gem, I'd be with like in gem in gem tones. Like I like like deep colors. Okay. And then okay, so let's say you know you're at, you're at the bar, mm-hmm. you're you're kind I'm, of I'm you're drink, drinking. Your, I'm drinking my space martini. Your space martini. I was gonna say old fashioned for some. Oh, reason. I do like old fashioned, but martini yeah. is my go-to. And um. This mysterious man with a cape comes to the bar and starts like ordering something, and he just he looks at you. Uh huh. I'm with you so far. Oh, here, sir. Oh, sorry, Rusty walked in. Hi, Rusty. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Rusty. He's been bringing me like food and like diet Dr. Peppers for the past like hour and thirty two minutes. I'm not drinking a beer, unfortunately. I have work tonight. Oh dang it, this one's not cold. Oh well, we'll adjust. We'll adjust. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to Rusty. I know he's not listening anymore after the... God, I hope not. On. So, um, we woke up um, on Friday morning, and he's like, what the fuck is Emily tweeting? And I'm like, what happened? He's like, is Thrawn fuckable? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Rusty, you don't, you, you don't want to be listening to him. Look, I, very, I can't... Know. I'm not going to wholly center our podcast around the fact that your brother listens to it. You're not gonna. Oh, I know that. I don't. I mean, shit. I'm. I'm a very open. I'm an open human being. I'm a very open. I mean, shit. We've been sitting here talking about Star Wars and sex for the past, um, five hundred sec seconds. I don't know. Um, but anyways, anyways, back to back to the scenario. Um. So yeah, he he goes to the bar and he just like looks at you. Do you talk first or does he talk first? Oh, I never talk first. I'm very shy. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's how I am too. Like I I'm only like assertive when I feel like the time is cuz I never do anything first. Like I'm never like I'm never the the first one to, you know, uh kind of make a move. I'm never I'm never the first person to like tell someone I love them. I never Well, there there's uh there's there's times when I feel like that's appropriate but anyways um no i'm like i'm too terrified of rejection to like make the first move <laughs> when you know you know though because it's like you could look at someone and you can just like know that they like you but at the same time yeah like i knew that boo liked me for a long time but i was very like i don't know I'm like is this just all in my head like am i just being too conceited but but now nah, like me now uh but anyways um so he talks first. He says like something like "hello." He kind of like raises his eyebrows. <laughs> wow, this is very detailed so far. I, I, I'm a detailed human being. So you know, he asks your name and you say Emily. I hope that's very that, that very Star Wars name. I mean, I don't have a Star Wars name, but I mean, Emily is not a very Star Wars name. Um. What would you be your Star Wars name? Well, no, I don't have one because I'm not quite that level of sad. Okay. Okay, so you're, you know your name is Emily. You're from the um, Ilenium system. I don't know. I'm thinking of a system. 
Um, I forget where he's exactly from. I don't know. You talk, you know, a little bit. He orders you another old fashioned or another martini. Or no, you start off with an old fashioned, but you want a martini now. <laughs> and then, um, I, ha- I don't know if like he's has a he. Okay, he invites you back to his place. Like mm-hmm. you know, and you know, the bar is going to be closing a little bit. Okay, and. Yeah, so yeah, you go back to his place. Okay, now you take over the story. What happens? You get to his lovely space apartment. Take okay. over the story. I mean, how like how how honest do you want me to be here? I want everything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not we're not gonna turn into a porn podcast. At least not until episode fifty when we do the fan fiction. But, oh, so we are Well then no promises because it's really hard to write. But I'm 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 gonna try. Okay. I look. I am. I'm trying to think of how to word this. I, I am interested in not being in control because I'm somebody who in my life am very much in, in, in like, control. Yeah, I'm very much in control of like how emotional I get or how I like I'm very like need need to, to need to be in control and need to be like generally like fairly like reserved isn't quite the right word, but but sort of along those lines and just I, I'm somebody who is always always in my head and always overthinking every action that I take. So the appeal of not being in control and not making decisions and like letting things happen is definitely very strong. Um, also and okay like i look like whether this is whether this is is too much information or not like look this is like people are into whatever they're into um i would say the lines between like pleasure and pain are very easily blurred okay like there's a reason like ventress i'm like oh yeah totally that would that would like work for me I mean, yeah, like I, that's, that's what I would have imagined that you'd probably said too. And yeah, so like the stuff like with Krennic, like that's like generally the sort of thing. Like, and, and the, that sort of anger that Krennic has is definitely like, that's only in fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there is a big, there is a big line there between, like, when it comes to the emotional component of of what's fantasy and what's reality. Yes, definitely. Like emotionally abusive in real life? No, not gonna go for that. No, but like, I, yeah, yeah. Like I see him as being a, you know, him enjoying that stuff too, but not taking it too far because I could see like where that could be taken too far, like. There is good in Mendo, like, or no, sorry, in Krennic, like, no, no doubt about that. And especially, like, in 
an intimate moment like that, he will treat you with the respect and treat you with the amount of pleasure and pain that you are comfortable with. Well, yeah, there's just like, I mean, there's a really big difference between like the guy's a dick and the guy's like an abusive rapist. Exactly. Oh, exactly. But. No, yeah, I was just interested in your, um, in your opinion because you know it's so um, funny because because like when when i did the um the fanfic for for steel for the celebration show everybody was like oh this is like some serious like self insert stuff isn't it and i'm just like like, oh no i'm like no not at all this is so tame i know it's like very vanilla it is like the language is outrageous because i went for you know like like the most ridiculous like purple prose like descriptions and euphemisms that i could come up with but the actual sex is very vanilla very vanilla and especially him leaving the cape on okay would you have him leave the cape on no that's fucking weird i agree what if it's cold though i mean maybe like after okay maybe like afterwards you use the cape as like a blanket it's hard to have sex when it's cold though (laughs) <laughs> but like but like, like sex <laughs> yeah totally it. look it's so no, so no. fucking no, it's like what no i heard that but it's his own fault he shouldn't be eavesdropping But I don't know. I feel like leaving the cape. Like if you're nude and wearing a cape, that's that's like being nude and having socks on. It's just not okay. Oh god. Also, how are you leaving the cape on? Like that cape attaches to his shirt. <laughs> There's not like a tie in the front of it. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. I was like, kind nobody's of... ever gonna listen to our podcast ever again. <laughs> I know one person that will. <laughs> one person. Hi, that one person. <laughs> so here's the thing: because I sort of want to ask you the same question, then I'm like, oh, you have a boyfriend. <sighs> I know. Like that's that's why I'm asking you because I I um I don't think I'm ready to cross that line yet. No, that's fine. And I get that. But no, like, my feeling is, like, look, I realize this is not something that, like, everybody's comfortable talking about. I mean, I'm very comfortable talking about it. Like, so, like, almost, like, too comfortable. But, like, that's, you know, I respect, I respect my boyfriend and I respect, you know, like. Yeah. So, I I don't want to, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's going to be listening to this at work and, like, dying laughing, so. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, my my general philosophy is like whatever you're into, as long as everybody involved is consenting adults, like go for it. Like there's shit that I'm really into, and there's shit that I'm very definitely not into, and there's stuff in between. And most of the time, I feel like we don't. I feel like we sort of like as a society don't talk about sex enough, or at least we don't talk about it in any sort of healthy way. I agree. Where it's like this hidden like thing that people are ashamed of and i'm like and especially like we, like how people are ashamed of of like their their fantasies and stuff which um 
there's a podcast I listen to called Mental Illness Happy Hour, which um, this uh, comedian uh, Paul Gilmartin does, where he talks to people about um, their mental health. And there's there's listener surveys and stuff that people fill out, and there's so many people who talk about how how much shame they feel over like over sexual fantasies, especially you know like darker or violent ones. And and the thing is, like, I mean, they're they're fantasies. Yeah. Like, as long as you're not, like, actually hurting people, like, there's nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed of there. And, and it's actually, like, it's super common for people who have lived through um, abuse or assault to have, to have fantasies in that direction because it is a way of... Of taking control of it, sort of, you know? Like, because in your fantasy, like, it's your fantasy. Like, even if your fantasy is to not be in control, like, you are in control of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I've always been really open with, you know, talking about, you know, anything from, you know, the female body to, you know, even sexual things, too. And I feel like, you know... I've been shamed by, you know, if I, you know, if I'm talking to friends or talking to, cause it's like, oh, like you shouldn't be talking about this stuff. It's like, why not? I'm like, this is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to talk about topics that I don't know much about, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's no question. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucking sheltered. Like I, you know, and I'm slowly learning things and that's why in a lot of topics I'm very, not silent, but just very not one word responses. Just yeah, I don't want to say the wrong thing, and I want to make sure mm-hmm. that it comes like genuinely from the heart, and not just because I want to please people. It's because you know my opinions are you know my opinions and everything too. But no, I mean like with with that, yeah, I agree with everything that you know you're you're saying. And wow, thank you, Dom, for the email. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, yeah. should should we save the others for next week? Yeah, we should. I mean, that we already got because we're already at yeah, we're already at a minute forty five. Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, yeah, we have some good ones. I'll erase that right now from the Z notes. Um, yeah, because we got some other uh, wonderful emails, and I can't wait to read them next episode. Plus, um, the top threes that we're probably gonna get, and the fuck Mary kills. Which I'm excited to get those also, but but yeah, um, thank you to everyone who's emailed. Thank you, Dom, for starting this uh, conversation. Um, thank you, uh, Star Wars, for being Star Wars, and thank you, Disney, for bringing back Lucasfilm <laughs> for buying <laughs> buying Lucasfilm for four billion dollars and for helping Emily and I get here today to talk about. <laughs> Uh, sexual experiences with director Krennic. Appreciate oh, you. Oh dear. Look, look, I promise it's not going to be our podcast every week. Nah. And I'm not going to be like I'm not going to be offended if you like skip this segment or feeling. I'll timestamp it. I'll timestamp it. Yeah. Because Just... I realize not yeah. everybody is as comfortable talking about this stuff as I am, and that's okay. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm totally okay with that. Like, I'm such an open book. Like, I'm too yeah. open sometimes. Like, I, I bet just especially like but, I, I especially get why it'd be weird if it's like two people you're friends with. 
or your sister. <laughs> um, uh, um, Emily, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at EFLind on Twitter and every once in a while on Instagram. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Twitter as Canto Brit and never on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. And uh, we are on Twitter at CantoBitePod. CantoBitePod at gmail.com is where you can email us. And you should rate and review us on iTunes because that helps us out a lot. Yeah, it does. Here, let me see if we've had any like recent reviews lately. Um, yeah, thank you everyone who's been sending us um, reviews and emails and anything else or interacting with us on Twitter, re- retweeting our podcast. Like, it's really, it's really great. All right, so we have 16, all five stars. Oh, our last, uh, our, our last review was from Fernando. He says, from East to West Coast Star Wars love. Oh, I like Fernando. Beautiful. Me too. Fernando's the best. He's really knowledgeable about everything like Star Wars, Game of Thrones. He he knows his Game of Thrones shit so well. I forget that show exists sometimes because it hasn't been on in a couple months. <laughs> no, he's super nice too. Yeah, he's great. A lot of people in this community are wonderful. Yeah, you just got to find your people. I know. I found my people. Aww. <laughs> we may have scared some of them off. That's okay. I mean, you know who our real friends are, the ones that stick with us throughout erotic conversations through, you know. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, um, we are... <laughs> I was say, we are leaving now. <laughs> See you next time. Okay. But no, thanks everyone for listening and for um for being great. For being great uh canto bitches. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.